Welcome to episode number six. We have journeyed through the previous five episodes where we understand who we are becoming. The what is not simply mandatory or compulsory, but who we are becoming are much more important. And today in episode six, I will highlight to you the concept called the awareness of a servant. Pain and hope are elements that create a deepened awareness, affiliated to serving others as if they are Christ. The awareness of a servant act as a sixth sense that cultivates care and sensitivity towards the suffering other. Trevor Hudson in 1999 states that compassion flows from becoming more aware of the human need around us. Real awareness far exceeds the capacity of either information or rational analysis to affect lasting inner change. Jesus, as a suffering servant, always demonstrated a keen sense of awareness and sensitivity to those who are in pain. The servant functions in the ministry of Jesus allows us to see the connection between compassion and awareness. Jesus was not only supremely aware, but very responsive. You can't be aware of someone's need and not respond to it. Awareness and responsiveness brings us closer to understanding compassionate caregiving. The biblical account of Luke 7 verse 40 to 43, Mark 6 verse 5, Luke 19 verse 1 to 5, Luke 18 verse 35 to 40, brings out the awareness and responsiveness of Jesus Christ, whether a paralyzed man or a blind beggar. These incidents reveal a great amount of compassion and awareness that has become practical and responsive. Awareness brings us to a place where we serve, where we care, and where we give. Now these three elements are becoming extinct in the secular world. Who wants to serve? Who wants to care? And who wants to give 24-7? When we realize Acts chapter 1 verse 8, where the Bible says we receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon us. What does this mean as a servant of Christ? When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we become more sensitive and aware we also become more responsive and sensitive to human need. Our hearts are changed into the likeliness of the compassionate Christ. The next thing that happens is that we understand that our care for those who are suffering reveals the extent of our love for God. Suffering is not linked to a deprived capitalist state or a lack in materialism. We encounter emotional, psychological, physiological, cultural, and social welfare suffering. Every day, we are surrounded by people who have a pool of tears. Everyone needs a servant who can care in a compassionate manner, whether the one suffering is a billionaire or has nothing to eat. The standard of service must remain the same. Just because we serve in a community that are financially impoverished doesn't mean our service should lack any quality.
become more aware of those who are around us is the true heart of servanthood. Becoming more aware takes a total submersion in the heart of where suffering is. We can't do it from behind our keyboards and social media platforms. Human, social and spiritual interaction is needed. We challenge the norm and we become a servant to Christ and others by being aware and responsive 24-7. But, but, but how can I become a servant if I am fixated on the opinion of others? Giving up on the opinion of others makes us to be fully-fledged servants of God. I know of a person who had a dream of becoming an artist and started asking the opinion of others. His artwork in his own eyes were great, but he was swayed by what they said. Some said, your picture looks like a five-year-old drawing. These were the remarks that came. The opinion echoed in his ear and played over and over in his mind. Later, he was persuaded to abandon his dream. Today, he's in a job that causes heavy frustration simply due to the fact that he allowed his dreams to be influenced by the opinion of others. As a servant of Christ, we are giving up on the opinion of others. The problem is not with the opinion or the view people have of you, for they will always have a variation of opinions. An opinion is like an armpit. Everyone has one, but after time, it stinks. The problem is not how others view you, but how you view yourself. If you have a dream or a vision for your life, here is what you do. Shut up. Don't tell anyone your dream. Some might discourage you. Number two, position yourself. Surround yourself with those who are in that discipline. Read, study, familiarize yourself with your envisioned goal. Number three, commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass according to Psalm 37 verse 5. The manner in which we are looked upon by Jesus is of a high regard. His love towards us is endless. And when we commit our ways to Him, and not to institutions, it shall come to pass. Our trust has split loyalties at times. We are torn between relying on people and being dependent on God. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That is the order. Some people are seeking the things first, but we seek the king and his kingdom. There's a reason why you are stuck today. Simply because you are seeking for the wrong things in the wrong places. As a servant, when you become aware as a servant, you understand that you need to pursue Jesus as king over your life.